Hello, everybody. Welcome to Leaning Right. Today's podcast is the very first one. I hope it is first of many, as we will be talking about issues affecting everyday Americans. Me and you, not politicians, not people in the know, just me and you. So on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about um, James Langford and Senator Jim Inhofe. Um, I'm mostly going to be um, talking about James Langford because um, Jim Inhofe, we know he never was going to vote to question the votes um, of the election for 2020. Um, he pretty much stayed out of it. Um, Ask me, he should have been replaced this last cycle, not by the Democrat, but by the Republican that was running against him. Um, he's done a lot of good things in his time, but he's also done a lot of not-so-good things. And I think that um, it is past his time to go. That as we go through his next tenure, we will be right here calling him out if anything needs to be called out. But the one that really aggravates me is um, James Lankford. Um On um, January 2nd, he put out a press release um, talking about Langford calls for election commission to review 2020 voter fraud. Awesome. Um, Every single Republican should have done this. Not every single Republican did. There was a very few that actually um, tried um, this was press released on the 2nd of January. And he's talking about millions of Americans, including thousands of Oklahomans, still have significant questions about the November 3rd election process. We have reports of problems with voting machines, people voting twice, non-residents voting in the state, or people mysteriously voting after their deaths months or years before. In some states, there was problems with signature verification. Different rules for mail-in ballots, that in-person ballots, delayed receipts of ballots, inconsistent curing of ballots, and so on. We know the story. Well, he also says in a statement, For the sake of the nation's unity, these questions cannot be ignored. Or should not be ignored. Okay, that sounds like a statement that I can get behind. Any Republican should be able to get behind, whether you like Trump or not. Any Democrat should get behind that. Because if you want to prove that your side won, an investigation, 10-day investigation should do that. You should want that. Um, That way, lay to rest rest anything going on. Of course, that was on January 2nd. January 6th comes. They're voting. Um, He votes to um, question Arizona's votes. And while he's speaking, the Capitol is, for lack of better words, attacked. And, of course, they go in their bunkers and they hide out while they um, get the uh, rioters out. And it's, it's several hours. 
and middle of the night. And um, needs to say, after the rioters attacked the Capitol, he completely changes his mind due to the attack. He feels that, I don't know if he felt like Trump supporters didn't deserve to be heard um, because of the actions of a few hundred people. I'm not exactly sure what his opinion was on that. But he decided that it was no for or no more for the sake of the nation's unity that these questions shall not be ignored. Okay. So he no longer objects after the Capitol is attacked. Granted, we didn't have a good chance to have this 10-day commission investigate it, the election. All the Democrats were against it. Majority of the Republicans were against it. But it was worth the fight. It meant something to the people that he represents. Or at least he claims he represents. Okay, so... We flash forward a little bit, and local media starts ramping up um, that James Langford was um, going against um, black voters for questioning or attempting to question the um, election process on November 3rd. I'm, I'm not exactly sure how this became a race thing. I don't know why everything in this country becomes a race thing because it's not a race thing. Nothing was on this. This was about the election. Plain and simple. You had states that were breaking their own constitution and the state and the country's constitution for a million ballots. You had like he said in his statement, you had non-residents voting in a state. You had people that were voting that their deaths were months or years before. You had problems with voting machines. In his own statement, he says that. So, what where does that become a race issue? He didn't say anything about race. It never was. But the extreme left, like everything, they move it to race. Well, he didn't agree with our side, so he's a racist. Okay. Well, that's not how this works. Not how any of this works. Um, I might not agree with your political reasoning or affiliation. But does it make me a racist and vice versa? Uh, we are all Americans, one way or the other, no matter the color of our skin. We all bleed red, and we're all God's children. So, after a little bit of a media thing, he decides to write an apology letter to his friends in North Tulsa because they threatened to take him off the, um, what was it? Let's see here. 
It was the, um, yeah, I had it right here. The 1921 Race Massacre. Centennial Commission. So they threatened to take him off that. So he issues this apology letter. And in this apology letter is quite a lot of information. And I will make sure to post um, this on our Facebook. But um, where was our apologize apology letter to the Republican Party? To the voters of the Republican Party? We elected him to represent us. He failed to do that. We voted for him. Now, statistically, African Americans don't vote Republican. I know several that do, but an overall picture, they don't. But he felt that he should issue an apology letter to his friends in North Tulsa. Okay, so we don't get an apology letter, the Republican Party or the people he represents. So Osage Nation Republican Party or Osage County Republican Party censures him and in and off. Good job. Great job. Okay, so I got involved in my local party's um, county. And um, became involved and member on it. And our convention was a couple weekends ago. And I decided, you know what, Washington County, sorry for throwing the county out there, but we need to back up Osage County. So I s- submitted a resolution in our convention to back them up. Exact same wording. It was pretty much... Um, Censuring them and asking for the resignation. Granted, we know they're not going to resign. But it is the point. Saying, hey, we're watching you. We don't like what we see. You better straighten up. That's pretty much all this is. So I put it in the, our my county convention. Um, the convention chairperson um, during their speech says something kind of about this, about how they don't support it and that we shouldn't be doing that. Well, we go along and we get to where this, my part is. And it has to have 25% of the votes to even proceed. I think I had 25%. I heard yay pretty loud on my side of the room, but she said that we didn't have 25%. Okay. I'm disappointed. And I'm a little bit aggravated, to tell you the truth, because this is the problem with with the Republican Party. Is that we, when there's a Democrat in office, we put their feet to the fire for everything they do. But God forbid, if one of our Republican people doesn't do what they say, we don't say a thing. Don't do a thing. I'm sorry, that's not how this party should work. If you want this party to survive, the establishment Republicans need to step aside or realize that they need to change. If you want to win an election nationally, 
that's what needs to change. So we flash forward to um, to this weekend. Tulsa County had theirs, and again they had a um, censure thing on theirs. Of course, it got it got kicked out too. They even, according to what I hear, had elected an abolishment or an abortionist. Some of the sports abortion stuff like that, completely against the Republican Party's platform. Let's not forget that. But you know, the, I hear it was quite a mess down there. Oklahoma City chapter, they did Oklahoma County, I guess it would be. They did pretty good. They got the exact opposite results. But getting back to this censure. None of them have succeeded that I'm aware of at this time, except for Osage County. And I know the chairperson over there, and he is a great American, a very good patriot. And I congratulate him for doing something that no other county has been able to do. Not because it's wrong, but because... It goes against the establishment. The establishment doesn't like it when you tell them that you've done wrong. They don't. They don't think that should be done. They think the party should come together, unite. Well, we're not going to unite against the wrong cause or against the wrong person. We need to find the right person and unite around that person. Is it Donald Trump? I don't know. But I tell you what, his ideas, definitely. For me, it wasn't so much the person. It was the ideas and his policies that did it that sold me on it. That's the person we need running the Republican Party. Somebody with those ideas. Did he tweet too much? Yeah, maybe a little. Did he get a little aggravated once in a while? Maybe a little. Do you like to get the media wound up for no reason? Yeah, pretty much. But you can't blame him. Look what he they did to him all the time. But getting back to the meaning of this video or this um, podcast, we need to hold all our elected officials accountable. James failed to do what he should have done. He backed out. He used the riot as an excuse, not a reason. Him and many more Republicans without a spine used that riot as a way out. That's all it was. And when the left turned it even more, because even though he backed down, he still was going to do it until the riot. So he was still an enemy to them. So they made it about race. Because that's what they love to do. They tear Americans by race, not by anything else. It's always by race 
sexuality, whatever. There's nothing that should tear Americans apart, period. We are all one. We are Americans. We're all God's children. So, if your party hasn't had their convention, I urge you to get involved. I urge you to follow the censorship of James and Jim and all. Because we need to hold our elected officials responsible. If we don't do it, no one will. And then we'll still have the same spineless Republicans in Washington, D.C. that we've had for a long time. There's been a lot of interest in the Republican Party as far as going to the conventions and stuff. And I'm glad. But here's where the establishment got it wrong. They don't think the new people coming are tired of the way that it's been run for the last however many years. They don't think they're there to make a change at the establishment level. Well, I hate to tell you, the reason why there's so many people going to the conventions and such is because we're tired of the Republican Party being ran by a bunch of spineless individuals. Not so much in the state of Oklahoma. We have some great Republicans. We have some spineless ones, but we have some great ones. But the ones we send to Washington, D.C. become spineless just like the rest of them across the whole nation. We must hold our representatives accountable, period. And I believe there's going to be a new Republican Party by the time we hit 2022. I think people like me that are just now getting involved and just now figuring out the rules and all that good stuff are going to be really involved by that point. And we're going to change this party for the better. No more being spineless. About principles. It's about upholding your oath. It's about doing what the people that voted for you want you to do. Not about what you want to do or what you want to find an easy way out. That time is done. Now... I will say one more thing on this subject before I let you guys go. Every Republican that's ahead of something, at least I've noticed, is talking about 2022. We'll get them in 2022. You let the Democratic Party get away with voter fraud in 2020. You have no, as a whole, as a nation, we have no investigations. Supreme Court won't, won't even touch it, which is real sad. You have nothing going on to stop them from doing it in 2022. Because you won't fight it. You're being spineless. You need to get in there and make sure this 2020, 20, 
2022 election is legit. Most of these states that we had issues are ran by Republicans. Just think about that. They're ran by the same party that got screwed over. Now, sounds like we got some moles in there that we need to take care of. But we need to make sure these election laws go back to where they should be. Or we'll never have a chance in 2022. They'll do it again. They know how to get away with it, and they know they can get away with it. It's time to get involved in politics. I know... Some people do not like politics, and I completely understand that. But politics, one way or the other, gets into your life by policies, by taxes, by so many ways. So get involved. Well, that's all for tonight's episode. If you have any questions, feel free to uh, holler us on Facebook. Um, we have our own Facebook um, page called Leaning Right. Um, we hope to have a YouTube and some other social media accounts going up soon. Thank you again for listening to me. And if you have any, also if you have any ideas for um, episode two, what you'd like to be talking about, send them over there on that Facebook and come over and give us a like and. Give us an idea. We like ideas. All right. Well, until we see each other again, God bless. And God bless America. <laughs>